Everybody, welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson, and joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Ranta. Hey, Joel, we're missing yeah. Jordan. We are missing Jordan. We've been abandoned by Jordan. Yeah, whose dedication to this podcast has to be called into question. Get this. Yeah, Jordan has gone to Europe uh, with his new wife. Right. They decide. Oh, we got married. Now's the time for us to take. I don't know, some sort of extended vacation together. Not only that, but he claimed that the moon was made of honey. Yeah. Weird. Fucking weird. Fucking bizarre. I've heard the cheese, and I am pretty sure that's not true. But honey? Cheese can be really good with Neil Armstrong would have just, like, sunk right in and been like, it's a trap. Wouldn't have worked. Maybe maybe he was standing, like, on top of the honeycomb. But either way. Point yeah, is, and honey comes big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not small. No, thought, no, no. I thought the idea of getting married was you're going to spend the rest of your lives together. Right. Why, why do you need to go on some sort of vacation? Like you're you're front loading this time together when it's going to be decades. Yeah. You know, now is the time that you should be podcasting, Jordan. Yeah. No, Jordan is bullshit. Uh, yeah. But we've got a really great show today. We do actually. Maybe better because Jordan's not. Could here. be. Could yeah. be. We've actually got. Uh, so Chelsea. The football, football club. Yeah, you, you start that and we all go, Chelsea? Our friend Chelsea? And right, it's exactly. Like, no, no. Actually, no. place in England. The Chelsea, that yeah. one. Uh, so they uh, there's this guy named Christian Pulisic. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to negotiate down his 70 million pound valuation. Mm. So we thought it would be great for, for uh, Gene to reach out to... Jean. Uh, Jean, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, it's pronounced Jean. Uh, but Jean uh, is reached out to the Chelsea negotiator to figure out what it's like to be in kind of the hardcore negotiation Ooh, yeah, side of inside sports. Inside look into top tier, uh, you know, sports contracts. This is right. you know, this is obviously multi million, multi billion dollar industry. Right. So like, is... how do you negotiate down somebody's valuation? Yeah, that's pretty fascinating. No, absolutely. And yeah. they might they might walk. They might feel unappreciated. Like, how do you get them to stay and be productive at the lowest price you can? Yeah. So that's a fascinating so, give and take. I'm looking forward to it. So Oops. we've got Braden Dungeonberry, who's the <laughs> Chelsea negotiator. Braden Dungeonberry. Yeah, Braden Dungeonberry. So his his ancestors back in medieval times were yeah. supplying the berries to the dungeons. Maybe I don't know. Maybe yeah. we can ask him about that too if yeah, he knows. We can, yeah, we can see. We, we can see if he knows. But yeah, Braden Dungeonberry is Chelsea's negotiator. He's. Uh, I, I, I'm really interested. Yeah. I want to know. I am interested as well. Yeah. Uh, and that's the big feature. I think other than that, we got update, watch update, news, news, news. But yeah. uh, but don't miss Braden Dungeonberry. Right. Yeah. That sounds about right. And that's pretty much the whole show. Sure, it's pretty much the whole show. That's it. Yep. Yep. That's it. <laughs> that's the show. All right. Moving on. Moving on. No, Shut. we've got a wide world of earth sports. We were, I was trying to play chicken with you on that one. Uh, you were ready to just cut the segment. That's we, how stubborn you are about this do bit. Do we have a wide world of You're so of stubborn sports? about the bit that you were going to cut a major portion of our show. You asshole. I just, I, asshole. I, I, I come in here and I don't necessarily the remember everything we talked about in the of production Of our meeting. fans who love America's favorite segment, you piece of shit asshole. <clears> Fuck you. <throat> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today. 
Johnny Manziel apologizes for wasting part of Joe Thomas's career. Whoa, that's yeah. big. Subheadline: Not entirely your fault, Johnny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So uh, Joe Thomas played many, uh, played with many quarterbacks during his time with the Cleveland Browns. He's a player. Yeah, and, and also the Cleveland Browns go through quarterbacks like water through a sieve. Right. Uh, uh, some of them lack talent. Others, like Johnny Manziel, did not put in the preparation to be successful. Also might have lacked yeah, talent, but let's not, yeah, let's not split hairs here. Uh, in a sense, they each wasted a portion of Thomas's career. Joe Thomas, of course, uh, probably a future Hall of Famer. Excellent tackle. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm a sports outsider. Yeah. Uh, Manziel apologized on the Tomahawk show with former Browns Andrew Hawkins and Thomas during a recent appearance on the Jim Rome show. Hmm. That's Wait. Oh, no, no, sorry. Those are two I was going to say, they're two different... Se- yeah. During a recent appearance in the Jim Rome show, the ri- lineman revealed that uh, Manziel also apologized more sincerely in private. It is a pleasant development in the former first-round selection's maturation process. Wait, so he went up to him and he was just like, dude, can we talk? Uh, look, yeah. man, I'm sorry that I sucked and that made you look like <laughs> you suck. Yeah. That's, that's kind of... Uh, Heartfelt. That's something that I would not expect out of a Johnny right? Manziel. Exactly. And on top of this, I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, Johnny, no need. Really? I mean, well, yeah. Like, okay. So obviously he did what he did. I yeah. mean, if you're a longtime listener to the podcast, you're probably. He's done a lot. So, yeah. Somewhat familiar with Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Lots of stuff that's like history. illegal and uh, he should probably be in jail for. Yeah. But here's the thing football's a team sport, Phil. Yeah. And and the Cleveland Browns were very awful across the board, with like the exception of Joe Thomas. Sure. There were many other very bad players who did not get along with each other and did yeah. not function as a team. Sure. Like, to to take the incompetence of the entire Browns organization and to put it on your own back and carry that water, even for Johnny Manziel, this is too much. Well, maybe Just, maybe he's turning over a new keg, you know? Is <laughs> uh, uh, maybe he is. Maybe he is. Uh, but to continue uh, with the article yeah. that you're reading on your phone, which is why you had to be like, uh, stall, 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 stall. stall, stall, stall. Uh, my Thomas- phone went to sleep. I've got to <laughs> use my thumbprint. Yeah, there's a reason why Jordan prints these out. Yeah, uh, and it's not just because he's smarter than me. Because he hates trees. Yeah, that he too. wants them all to die. He talks about it all the fucking time. Right. Well, ever since yeah. a tree killed his paw, you know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It uh, had a few too many. Yeah. <laughs> just just beat the shit out of him. It's sap alcohol level when they they breathalyzed <laughs> him. Was, yeah. Like, hey, I'm 300 years old. You can't treat me like this, hey, Junior. Bullshit. I'm yeah. a tree driving a car. Shouldn't we be talking about that? We should be talking about that, yeah. by the way. Trees should not drive cars. We really should. I mean, it, it was a pretty miraculous moment, and all Jordan is hung up on is the fact that his father was killed. Yeah, so. and uh, you know the tree's only defense. I am Groot. Yeah. That's all he had. Uh, enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know who he hired for his lawyer? Who's that? The Lorax. Oh, man. He speaks for the trees. He speaks for the trees. Because the yeah. trees have no tongues. <laughs> He's got all those billboards up, right. you know? Man, this was <laughs> I uh, speak this bit was a journey. <laughs> it really wow. was. Wow. What a journey. What were we even talking about? God, this is really why we need Jordan. This is why we need Jordan, because <laughs> Jordan would have been like, all right, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> enough tree bits. Still sore spots. And then he would have gone, 
this is a sports podcast. And then we would have gone, ha, 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 ha. Uh, Thomas also spoke about the comparisons that have been made between Manziel and the current rookie quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Don't know. Yeah. Uh, Manziel is uh, currently starting quarterback for the Montreal Alouettes, and we already know that in the rest yeah. of the article. But yada 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 yada. You yada. can't yada yada Manziel. But <laughs> uh, but but I I do think you want to talk about his maturation process. Like yeah. this is exactly the sort of approach. Because here's the thing: as like the quarterback, I think it's sort of understood that like the quarterback, the coach. They come out and they say, "This was all my fault." Right. You know? Yeah. Even when it like obviously wasn't you know right. like if your kicker comes out and misses five field goals and you lose by one point the coach still has to be like well obviously this is on me it comes back to coach oh totally yeah. yeah no he matured like a fine barrel of whiskey he and did. that he was full of alcohol as he matured <laughs> but he doesn't have any alcohol now i don't know yeah i'm not his mom johnny manzel update watch update Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update, brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today! <laughs> news, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Jordan. News, news, news. Tom Brady says he got in touch with his, the fan who saved his jersey from the California wildfires. Saved his... Wait, he was had left his jersey? Oh, I left my jersey in the woods! No, not exactly. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady says there's a football on its way to the Patriots fan in California who said the only belonging he was able to salvage from his home before it fell victim to the state's devastating wildfires was the quarterback's number 12 jersey. Wow, what a guy with bad priorities. Right, and to be clear, uh, it wasn't Tom Brady's 12th jersey. Tom Brady wears the number 12. Okay, For so you, was, the sports outsider, I want to make sure that they're referring to the number on the jersey, that it's like Brady's number 12 jersey. It's not a specific jersey right. owned by Tom Brady. So this was one that he just, like, bought online. Yeah, it, it, you know, they, they sell them to fans as well as allow the players to And as to he them. was running out, he's like, do I save this $90 jersey I could buy online, my dog, or this uh, Fabergé egg? And he chose yeah. the jersey. What a dumb dumb. So to help you out, uh, yeah. So he, he posts on on Instagram, or I don't know, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Grandpa Joel. Some sort he posted of, a picture on the internet. Yeah, but there there is a picture, and I'm going to show Phil this of of an empty lot. Yeah, that's a that's a big empty it lot. Used to be where his house was, and the post says. The only thing I grabbed out of my house on was the morning his birth of November 8th Social the Security fire in Paradise, California. Uh, his bonds. Consumed his the safe entire that town had all of his important records. Was my Tom Brady idiot. number 12. Idiot. What a dumb idiot. That is, he is, <laughs> that is, look, if you just look at it in terms of pure valuation, if you just grab something that was worth $300 instead yeah. of $90, you could sell that and then get a Tom Brady jersey and start rebuilding your life. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> A jersey's I, not worth that much. I'm with you. What are you trying to score points? And now what? Tom Brady's going to send him a football? What's that, like 30 bucks? Yeah, and that's the part of the story that uh, really struck me. Yeah, Tom Brady, uh, send him a new house. If he's if he's that dumbly loyal to you. Right. Idiot. Yeah, Tom Brady responded with, uh, he found out about this. Uh, and then went, he says, first he went, idiot. Yeah. And then. So uh, Brady told reporters that, quote unquote, we got a hold of him. Sure. Uh, which, you know, by the way, and all of this this stuff about how, you know, you know, for a while they were saying, like, death toll 
was in, you know, like 80, number of missing people was like a thousand. Yeah, a right? lot. And for a while, like, I was really worried that it was going to come back and it was going to be like, they're all gone. They're starting to yeah. find a lot of them, though. A lot of them just, like, literally went to go yeah. stay with relatives and didn't tell anybody. Yeah, and, no, exactly. Yeah. Like, they, uh, they checked the last, into a motel the last six I heard and... missing had dropped all the way to, like, like uh, uh, under a hundred. Right, right. Yeah, and the death counted only, I mean, still, obviously. I also heard something tragic. that there was, this might have just been conspiracy theory passed around, but... There was some sort of thing where they had to declare them missing in order to like tap their credit card in front to see if they were charging their credit card or uh, like they officially had to report them yeah. as missing to do those things. So the sense. missing number sounded crazy, but they were doing it just so they could find them quicker. Yeah, you know? though at the same time, though, I feel like they wouldn't they wouldn't be quote unquote missing if they weren't like in contact with family members who hadn't talked to these people. Right. So. Who knows? Yeah. Either way, uh, I don't Brady know how missing yeah. works. Yeah, I'm, I'm not missing. So in the I'm all, right here. in all of this, all of these, you know, in, you know, people reaching out and trying, you know, authorities in California trying right. to track down, figure out what the death toll is. Yeah. Help uh, people find the remains of their loved ones. In right. This tragic if you ever moment. think that I'm missing, tweet at me at Phil Ranta. Yeah. I'll tweet back. I've got my phone on me. Um, I never let my phone die. Unless you're actually missing. But even then, I'll be like, I, "Help! I'm missing." <laughs> and then you'll be like, "Well, he can't be that missing." I don't think you'd say you were. You'd say I'm kidnapped. Oh, or, if I was somewhere with no cell phone reception, then I'm missing. Yeah, if the one That's message the you one. sent was "Help! I'm missing." And if that happens, make sure that I'm completing my daily tasks in Pokemon Go. Just hack my <laughs> Google. Phil sent us a message. What is it? Help! I'm missing. Oh fuck! Right. Come on, God, Phil. does not help me. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> This is a sports podcast. This uh, is a sports <laughs> podcast. Uh, anyway, so in the midst of all of this, this uh, you know, uh, California authorities desperately trying to connect people with their loved ones, Team Brady was on the case, too. Sure, few. Thank uh, goodness. Brady told reporters that he, quote-unquote, got a hold of him, uh, and that he was in the process of sending him a ball. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Yeah. God. Now, uh, to be clear, Mr. Brady, <laughs> uh, worth... A considerable amount of money. Yeah, he's worth yeah. like um, a hundred million balls. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. Football probably goes for at least like ten bucks. Oh, that's maybe true. He's more. probably he's worth five million balls. Yeah, I'm guessing he's worth at least five million footballs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hard to say. Who knows how well he saved? But sure. his his salaries over the years have been considerable. Between, yeah, how many balls did he negotiate for himself? And everything. I'm pretty sure he's been pulling down like at least thirty mil a year. Right. For like fifteen so like, to twenty years. Uh, if wholesale, like six million balls a year, is that yeah, what he's yeah, making? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he's he's doing pretty good. Yeah. So and here's the thing, and I'm not saying a lot of people are always like, "Why don't you just buy him a house?" And then I'm just sort of like, "Well, then." Everybody, uh, you know, who lives in a fire zone is going to be like, hey, kids, this is our Tom Brady jersey. Right. We leave it next to the door. You grab it in the way out in case there's a fire or a flood or anything. Yeah. So that we can try to leverage social But media. if you're going to do a PR gesture, because clearly this is like people wouldn't know about this if the Brady camp didn't release this as yeah. a gesture. If you're doing a PR gesture, it should be something better than a ball. Yeah. Or else you just ignore it. I mean, an autographed ball, I'm assuming... Would be one thing, but on top of that, like season tickets. Yeah, you get him season tickets. Yeah, I he mean could he's swing in California, that. and that guy's in, and and the, the games would be in. So get him a England. house in New England. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, something better than a ball. Yeah, like you know maybe maybe like supplies. Right, uh, a trailer. <laughs> Here's what I would do if I was in the Brady camp. If I wanted to make this a real story, get him season tickets. Yeah. Also, 
call United Airlines or someone trying to make over it and just be like, look, can you fly this guy out for every game? game. Then go to Holiday Inn and be like, hey, Holiday Inn, can you just give this? I'm Tom Brady. Can you give him like 1500 bucks in free hotel rooms? Ask him to come stay at your palatial mansion with your Brazilian supermodel wife. Yeah, exactly. He could stay in the guest quarters out by the barns or whatever. Give give FEMA a break. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Save them the trouble of setting up one trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Set up a tent in your backyard. Sure, it's cold, but he's a fan. <laughs> yeah, and also probably going to be better. And on top of all that, Tom Brady's from Northern California. Yeah. Like, you'd think that he would be more sympathetic. Tom Brady, more like Tom Hades, because he's putting this guy through hell. <laughs> Joining us now in the podcast is the chief negotiator uh, for Chelsea, uh, the the uh, football club. Well, uh, you're saying football that way, fool. <laughs> Sorry, that's just that's how I say it. So it's just football. Okay, they show you have to cool it. Fair enough, but thank you for taking the time to uh, take a break from your, you know, I'm I'm sure you know uh, engaged back and forth with yeah. the agent for the agents for the players and it's, to tell us a little bit being about here in the states. It's rubbish. The whole big rubbish country with your rubbish sports. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that's a little yeah. impolite. Everything uh, is not as intricate and interesting is football is. Yeah, I mean, that's not true. It's a all. way better sport. Chelsea's a way yeah, better a, team than anything you all hear. It's a simpler sport, but uh, but we want to have you on here to talk. I mean, one thing I think that is probably relatively consistent from, from one to the other, though, yeah. is that a lot of money involved, a lot of a back lot, and forth so negotiating. pounds. Negotiating multi-million pound or dollar right. salaries. So yeah, we're currently... I'm the negotiator. I'll come in and I'll negotiate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And lately, right, we've been having a negotiation with Christian Pulisic. Yes. He thinks he's worth so much money. Yeah. 70 million pounds. Yeah. Which is like football. over a hundred million dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. So that's when they bring me an expert in... To negotiate, right? Right. To okay. let him know what he's really worth. And what do you think he's really worth? Oh, what I think he's really worth? I think he's worth maybe, oh, oh give him 25 million, maybe 30 million, <laughs> maybe. I mean, that's still quite a lot. On a good day. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, but not 70 million pounds. What do you think? You're the Queen of England. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? What do you think? You are James Bond. No. <laughs> Some very British references. What do you think you are? Endemol. <laughs> the big British independent production company. <laughs> nah. Right. So you know what I do? What do you do? When I'm trying to negotiate someone down, what I do is I go into a room and I look at them face to face, right? Yeah. And I say, you garbage. <laughs> look at you. Yeah. Look at you with your spindly little legs, your tiny little arms. You think you're a football player? You're rubbish. You'd be lucky to even play for Chelsea. That's what I think. Oh wow! Dad. I think I think that even the fact that we let you touch your feet on grass, you should be paying us. <laughs> should be giving us money to even be able to play with the same ball as we're playing with. Us elite athletes. <laughs> look at you, you little garbage. You look like a little kid, huh? You look like a little baby. What are you, baby? You're gonna cry, baby, huh? You're going to cry a little Christian Pulisic. You're going to get sick like a little baby Pulisic. You're going to cry. 
So it gets real personal. It gets pretty personal, yeah, but that's what you go to. Wow. Are you at all worried about damaging the relationship with this person who's going to become an employee and hopefully like an important part of your team? Oh, that's when you build them back up. (laughs) They become... Once they become an employee, then you're like, you know, rubbish, you're a Chelsea man. You're Chelsea man, you kicked the ball hard. You went down the field fast. We're better than everybody. Look at you. We gave you we gave you the opportunity to play for an elite team. Now you're an elite player. But we don't do that yet. The negotiation's not over yet, right? Sure, but... We tell him he's a piece of baby spit. Oh... <laughs> Look at you! You're like you, you. We should rub you on a bib and leave you out in the in the trash. Right, but I mean, put you in the dumpsters. That's where we should put you. He's still probably gonna notice how you did that about face, and maybe at least resent the fact no. that you guys negotiated. No, because Chelsea men don't look back. We don't look back. We look forward to the next match where we're gonna win because we're Chelsea. Okay, well, this might be fun. Why don't we give the listeners at home a chance to sort of get get in on this why don't you and i try and negotiate something no you like want right me now. to negotiate yeah all right how about this pretend uh that i that you're auditioning to be on the chelsea podcast sure okay yeah, yeah. you're gonna be you're uh, gonna be the about host chelsea. yeah you're gonna be the host and right now you're, you what you want <laughs> is a salary and what i want is for you to fuck off all right <laughs> okay uh all right well i mean i i gotta say i'm uh you know, I've I've got a lot of podcasting can you, experience. Can you talk the other way? Your breath is terrible. Oh. Your breath smells like rotten fishes. What are you eating, rotten fish bones? Okay, I'm I'm not. Uh, I will certainly. Oh, it's try disgusting. To here, but... It's almost as disgusting as your face, but not quite. because yep, that's uh, pretty bad. I mean, none of these things are particularly relevant. No wonder you want to be a podcaster. Look at that face. That face. You know what your face looks like. It looks like it looks like your fish breath. Personified into a face is disgusting. Oh, you make me I, sick. I you uh, should be thanking me for even letting me in, letting you in this office. Okay, I should call uh, security and tell him to get away. Tell uh, security to bring in the garbage bags to throw your face inside the garbage bags. Okay, we don't cover up to, that fish smell. We don't have to keep going. So, what are your skills? <laughs> I uh oh uh well I'm I'm an experienced podcaster. And no, the writer. answer is you have no skills. Look at you. You can't even take care of yourself. How are you going to take care of a podcast? I, I, uh, I mean... Look at that with your, with your dirty shirt. Like, uh, it's, yeah, you know, go, it's laundry you, day and then... I, yeah, it should be laundry day every day for you. Why don't you, wash, why don't you throw your whole self inside the laundry basket and fix yourself up a little bit? I, uh, well, well, that's... I would be so embarrassed to have you walk into this office every day. Uh... I'd be so embarrassed even if people would see you in the door and they're like, what's that janitor doing wearing a, wearing a suit? And I'd say, oh, it's not a janitor, it's a podcaster. They'd go, that's your podcaster? <laughs> Disgusting. Really? So what I'm trying to say is, look, you can do this podcast, but look, you have to pay us. <laughs> so if you're going to do it, this is a big chance. We're going to give you that. And then hopefully we're going to teach you how to be a human being. Okay, so then maybe fine. You okay, get fine. Paid I, will, I will pay you to do your podcast. All right, and that's how the negotiation goes. Uh, I'm sorry. That just really... I don't know if I can I can do your podcast now, though, because I just I feel like I've been... Hey, it was, it was a fantasy. <laughs> what are you talking about? All of Did the you things think that, that you was said real? to me were... 
Were they Did you not? think that do was real? Have, do I not have fish breath? It's a negotiation. What What the hell is wrong with you? It's a negotiation. Now I really sure do think you are an idiot. Dirty. Are you an idiot, right? Well, it's just you were so compelling. Oh, you're just so stupid. Look at you. You're Some just of that so got really stupid. personal. Well, <sighs> you're just so dumb. We said we were playing. It was acting. That's all these negotiations. I was acting. I throw a couple bobs your way. You throw a couple bobs my way. We sell in the middle. You took the first offer. You're terrible at this. Okay, okay. I, I completely You're garbage. Uh, well, once again, thanks for, for coming on the, the podcast, Braden Dungeonberry. Uh, just before you leave, uh, we're going we're gonna to validate your parking. We can't do the full three hours, but I think we can. We can no, you've, at least. Uh, look, I've, I've already gotten validation for my parking in full from three of your other employees. Now I'm just going to sell the rest <laughs> off. Wait. Validation from three. But thank you. Employees? I'll take your half validation. I'll sell that as well. Oh Jesus! Yeah, you're terrible at this. <sighs> and now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Oh, wide world sports. Oh, wide world sports. Wide world weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world weird sports. Irish soccer team fakes death of one of its players in apparent attempt to avoid next game. <laughs> what? Yep. This sounds a little news, news, newsy, but I couldn't pass it up because it's fucking weird. Right? Yeah. This one's actually the a submission. The news can be weird sometimes, guys. Right. This is a submission from uh, listener Joel Haas. Ooh. Uh, it was posted. Longtime listener, long- big fan. Yeah, absolutely. Great guy. Absolutely. Uh, this was actually posted November 29th, 2018, so it's actually very modern news. Oh, yeah. Uh, so a lower level Irish soccer team. Apologize Tuesday for faking the death of one of its players in an apparent attempt to avoid an upcoming game. According to Radio Telefis Aeron. <laughs> I think I think that might be Gaelic, Phil. No, it's a public broadcasting <laughs> service in Ireland. Yeah. Uh, Ballybrack is the, the name of the team. Ballybrack FC falsely told officials can i just can we take a moment here to say phil i think it's really great that in the name of this sort of more this era with this emphasis and diversity you know and 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 appreciating other cultures the way that you are even-handed in mispronouncing yeah. the languages of virtually every culture right. other than your i own. try i try to yeah. be equally offensive to everyone whether it's Japanese or Scandinavian right. or Gaelic. You I will are, mispronounce you the will shit out of it. Butcher the living bejesus. Yes, I will. And you know what? You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ballybrack FC falsely told officials with the Leinster Senior Football League that one of its players had died in a traffic accident on Thursday night. Oh. The league subsequently postponed Ballybrack's game on Saturday and held a moment of silence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. This went all the way. This went all the way. They held a moment of silence for the player at its other games over the weekend. So not just one moment of silence, a bunch of moments of silence. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, you don't do research when someone tells you somebody died. Yeah. Like, you take them at their word. Oh, yeah. Unless you read it on Facebook. Always do your research oh, yeah. on Facebook. I didn't mean like celebrities. I just mean like right. And your coworkers like Tom oh my Dixon God, Harry's. Yeah, Grandpa died. You're right. not like, well, we're gonna need to see a fucking death yeah. certificate. Unless you're doing it to get your abbreviment <laughs> uh, fares uh, for planes. Yeah. Well, they need proof. Th- them, them's the brakes. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
Um, and if it's united, then they'll go ahead and kill your animal for you. So then they'll give you a premium <laughs> fair on it. I haven't forgotten united. Uh, then the league discovered that the player, Fernando La Fuente, was in fact alive. Hmm. La Fuente told RTE that his full-time employer, a software company, had simply relocated him from Dublin to Galway. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So he... He's... He has another full-time job. Oh, yeah. This is not a league that plays the Bills. Apparently important enough to him that his career as a professional soccer player is... is I mean, it was a low-level soccer team, yeah. (laughs) No, sure. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, continue. Sorry. Sure, sure. Uh, I was aware there was going to be some story on me, but I thought it was going to be me breaking a leg or something like that, LaFuente told RTE. I was home yesterday after my work finished. I was playing some video games. My colleagues started sending me all these news articles in mass media, and that's how I found out I was dead. <laughs> it's always worse than that's when, you, like, what I want to find out I'm dead by like being at the pearly gates and having them yeah. be like, "You lived a pretty good life, good enough." So I want to, I want to go back to the headline here. Yeah, they said by faking a player's death. Yeah, I don't think that they did that. No, they didn't fake <laughs> a player's think death. They did any of the things? They just they reported just said that he was dead. Falsely reported a player's yeah. death. Yeah. <laughs> Ballybrack apologized on Facebook, where all apologies happen, for what is described as a gross error in judgment. Hmm. You don't say. You don't say. And announced that the person in question has been relieved of all footballing duties. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah, yeah. What I really love is they also showed headlines from the Star of the Mirror and the Sun that says, We're dead sorry. Bally Brack from the dead and one footy in the grave, <laughs> which really you got to give it to British football yeah. you know, or foot British. Uh, Plus, if you're a headline know. writer, this is one of those moments where you're like, oh, so he's not dead. Yeah. Well, then we can go ahead and fire away with our right. gallows humor and not offend totally. too many people. By the way, these were all front page stories mm. on all these things. So it, people really <laughs> care about football there. Leinster Senior League Chairman David Moran told RT that the league was informed of LaFuente's false death on Friday morning. And by the way, this whole episode makes him look like a real Moran. Right. <laughs> Oof. And he began searching for further details. Then it learned that the supposed deceased soccer player had flown back to his native Spain on Saturday. Hmm. It was. It's very extreme to get a game off, Moran told RT. We acted in good faith. We had a minute silence this weekend for that young lad. It's absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) The league, which is uh, in the third tier of Irish soccer, also released a statement saying it would cooperate with all relevant agencies in the investigation of the matter and punish the club internally for falsely reporting the tragedy. So everyone's going down for this. He's going all the way to the top. Now, do we know anything about why they wanted to get out of this game? Because that is what I find particularly yeah. interesting. Well, I heard in Ireland that Saturday is drinking day. <laughs> so they probably just wanted them. Yeah. I mean, that's, and that sucks for a football player because yeah. a football player. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, everybody else gets to get drunk and watch me not be drunk. Yeah, it's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> Either way. Wow. Thank Bravo. you, Joel Haas. Bravo, That's Joel Haas. That's fantastic. Bravo. Yeah. And that brings then to another wide world of weird sports. I'm just reporting dead so I can miss the podcast next week. Denizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports. Sports. 
podcast. But before we go, one Braden Dungeonberry is going to come back on here, and uh, I think I can convince him to do our contact information. No, I haven't left yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm Brayden, still here. Yeah. We'd, uh, we'd like you to do our uh, contact information, no, and you're offering you no money. Is it because your squeaky little voice? Because you're embarrassed of your squeaky little voice doing it. I wouldn't call it. Oh, squeaky, I'd be embarrassed. I think it's kind of a big voice. Well, if I'm going to do it and make your podcast look good, I'll need at least 50 quid. I mean, I don't have any pounds on me. I have some cash. But All right, just give me later. what's in your wallet. I'll do you a favor. All of the money in my... So I don't have to hear your squeaky little tiny voice again. I, oh, it hurts my ears. I just hit the AT. Okay. All, All right, right. Here, here there you go. We that's, go. Uh, that's, oh, God, that's $160. There, I'll take it. Oh, okay. I would have done it for less. All right, you can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast, right? That's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast, right? And while you're there, make sure you send a tweet telling everybody... How, how little and small they are to earn your viewership, huh? If you want me to listen to your podcast, huh? You tiny little podcast nobody gives a shit about. Been doing it for six years and you don't, you're not even famous. <laughs> Having a crack to iTunes top 100, huh? You little wieners. Very, very personal. With your little uh, tiny wieners. You already paid you. I don't know why we're doing yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what the listeners have to say. And then you listen to the podcast, all right? All right, and then you can find us on Facebook. We're going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. It's facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. Where you're there, uh, if anybody's asking for you to donate to a charity on Facebook, say, well, what was the charity going to give me? Huh? Tony little charity, giving to all these poor, all these poor position on the sports, 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 sports podcast rich, is a huh? charitable giving. It's sad. Is good it's disgusting. No, it's sad. The charity no, should be giving no you insults. something for wasting their time. You should just give to charities that you care about. Or you should listen to all the back episodes at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. It's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. Do them a favor. Listen to it. I know they haven't earned it. But still, I do them a favor. Listen to some of those podcasts. To our listeners, yeah, give it away something. for free. You should be giving away money with it. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like that was worth the hundred. You're welcome. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Phil. Hey. Uh, I feel real bad after that guest. Oh well, Joel. This I'll make you feel better. Oh, good. You're great. Oh, thanks, Phil. Not your jokes. Oh, but as a person, you try hard. Appreciate oh. that. You could be funnier. You know, Phil, I think I'd rather be better at jokes. Well, that's a shame <laughs> for you, buddy. Yeah. Bye, Joel. Bye.